0: I'd like to welcome those of you who are new listeners, as well as those of you who have supported these sessions. My name is Mark Bladstein, and I'm the physician who created Physician pre Report Service. So let's get started. Your personal narrative is your chance to talk and speak directly to the judge. It's, I'm gonna start the exercise, usually in written format, and when I usually start to write a serious note article, usually take three to four drafts until I feel it's ready. I then ask colleagues or friends of mine to reread it, proofread it, to make sure that it's ready, and then off it goes. <laughs> Length is up to you, but I feel approximately two thousand words, more or less, should be sufficient. then I ask, is this as this Pertains to your life, please take it seriously. Each of these category questions is meant to be thoughtful folk. Therefore, this is all good. Be introspective, confer with those close to you, and of course, your attorney. Everything should be from the heart for two reasons. You need them, first of all, you need to believe it. Because if you do this and you don't believe it it really has no value, if the judge believes you and then starts to speak with you and has a conversation and comes to the conclusion that you don't believe it or that someone else wrote this, now you have a bigger problem. And lastly, the probation officer will be the first one to see this. And therefore, it's their job to check and verify. And they do all of this before the judge ever sees it. So if they don't believe it, they'll pass this information off to the judge. When you're drafting your personal narrative, express remorse, understanding for the victim's pain, suffering, and explain why. Agree with the court as to the seriousness of the crime. But don't minimize the seriousness at the same time. Try and look back in your life to what brought you to this and how it got you involved in this particular offense. What has this experience taught you? Did it bring up moments from your past, your childhood? Was there an event possibly years ago that Made you think of something? Explain to the judge what plan you have for making this right with those who have victimized, or if you have already started, what have you done? And this is meant to be financially. No matter how small those efforts have been, what is your plan to not reoffend once you're let, once you are released from prison? If there was a trigger, what was that trigger? And how do you remove that trigger from the from your life going forward? Last, you wanna make the judge feel that you, you're you feel financially responsible and you wanna make ends. You realize this is not much, but bring with you a certain amount of money, hundred dollars, $1, a thousand dollars that you wanna to submit to court. And then let the court know that you have the plan, or you already have a job for when you get released, when you get home, and that will be when you'll be able to start the Financial Responsibility Program. But as you will have no income in prison, you understand by not participating in the Financial Responsibility Program while you're incarcerated, that could keep you from participating in programs it could be held against you by the Federal Bureau of Prisons regarding a being released in a timely fashion. These are cases that judges find challenging. And if you fall into either of these two categories, what we've described or what I've described up to this point applies, predatory, ch- predatory child sex offender who have harmed children. If you fall into this category, know that you're going to be strictly monitored once released. If you have harmed vulnerable people for, through white collar crime, once you're off supervised release, Hopefully you're smart enough and you don't want to go back to prison, but they are going to watch you. If in fact you get reconvicted, you are going to go back. Here is where your personal narrative hopefully has already been drafted. The pre-sentence interview has not yet been done. So we're now gonna discuss the pre-sentence interview with their investigation report. Can be aided by including your personal narrative. So though, although I previously mentioned that it could be started in written format, it can also be made available in a video type format in you know, an MP4, it can be then placed on a tra- flash drive, so that the judge can easily see it the week before sentencing and this is optimal because your are he will remember reviewing it in that week before sentencing any other time and they it won't do any good this you can work with your attorney they could either put together a PowerPoint or simply by using a which brings me to my last point, that being part of the pre-sentence interview. There'll be other YouTubes that will be strictly on the pre-sentence interview. As early as possible after your conviction, your attorney should reach out to the probation officer assigned to your case. Once they're talking, they can learn from either him or her which date is most convenient for them to do the interview. And then your defense team or attorney can learn the due date that they have for reporting or finishing their preliminary pre-sentence report where it needs to be turned in. This offers both you and your defense counsel the opportunity to explain your position as the PO or probation officer at a trial and therefore they have not yet formed an opinion. This is important because hopefully at this point the probation officer has not yet spoken with the prosecutor and therefore they still may have an mind. If not, the PO will have already spoken with the pr- prosecutor before they ever met or interviewed you and they may have already been influenced just not in your favor. Your attorney can clearly clearly make their case and decision with that personal thing that they've set up. And here they can use your personal narrative, making it available either in the writing or the video format for the video or probation officer to eventually provide to the judge in the court. Regarding the probation officer, a little effort goes a very long way. Consider when presenting your entire view of the case clearly in a letter to the probation officer as possible. If your legal team feels that the probation officer is receptive to variance, This may be key to convincing the court to consider that sentence below the line range. As probation officers are very busy doing the best and never have enough time, they may appreciate the efforts of your legal team in easing a portion of their workload by providing all of your information up front in an organized fashion. A little effort on the part of your legal team goes a long way. Here's my information, as well as should you have any questions, feel free to share this with those in need. My email is available as well as phone number. I hope you all have a good day and have found this helpful.